One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All over it today. All over it. Oh. Stand by. Here we go. There she is. (laughs) Are we supposed to guess what the song is? Uh, Thanks, Jane. Still... Uh, like a brick, uh, my only applauder. Uh, if you'd like to send some applause, <laughs> it's not today at swanburst.com. You're under no obligation, you understand? <clears throat> um, Jane Jane likes to do it, and I, I'm very grateful, Jane. Thank you. It's very nice of you. Hello. How are you? Welcome to a brand new week. Uh, it's good to have you here. Uh, in a bit, we're going to talk about uh, some, some TV. Have you been watching Time? Uh, the hot new prison drama business. Uh, we'll talk a bit about that. Uh, we've got some John Holmes figurine swaps. and uh, But first, uh, I might as well welcome along. I, should, I really I ought, to, um, I ought to do a proper jingle. Uh, welcome Mick Wright to the podcast. Hello. Oh, hang on. Let me turn you up. Oh, anyway, that's better. You what? <laughs> I said, hello, where is my jingle? I should. Do, I will do you a jingle as, as now an official fixture. Uh, you, you're definitely jingle worthy. And that's, you know, I can't, I, can't say, I can't say higher or bigger than that. No, there is no greater honour than the jingle. I did, I did find, um, uh, I almost got superstitious. Uh, uh, as a younger man, I would, I would write a song for, um, you know, whoever I was seeing. And that would immediately precede a breakup. The curse. And I got quite, I got quite paranoid about it. Uh, and so I'm, I'm sort of, I'm slightly nervous about writing a jingle for you because I feel like that could be the end. Well, I, I'm, I'm more reliable than your, your youthful girlfriends. I'll Thanks. I was doing the dumping generally. That. This is an internal thing. This is me. It's not. Right. It's not you. <laughs> it's me. Okay. Yeah, just just well, a little heads up for you. You're welcome. This, I didn't realise that this was actually serving as a free therapy. Session. Did you not? Oh God! You should ask in. anyone who's heard more than two episodes. They'll understand. It's just no, therapy. That's true. That's true. Uh, so GB News trundles on. It does. It does. Uh, it continues. I've sort of. I feel like the novelty's slightly worn off for me, and I've sort of realised it is just crap. Where did it ever start? No, what. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, there was there was so much to see and do. You know, the, the lighting, the sound, the the presenters, the yes, all the of raging. that continues. Um, and uh, you've covered in your newsletter, which everyone should subscribe to. It's brokenbottleboy.substack.com. Uh, Oliver Dowden, culture secretary, sort of waded in on this, hasn't he? Yes, he was. Um, he was in uh, the Sunday Telegraph uh, yesterday. The preferred weekly reading for Tweedy racists who are incensed about <laughs> bins, traffic calming, and the fact that you can't say that word anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so he he's he's in there saying, oh, you know, um, GB News had barely become broadcasting when the pressure group stopped funding hatred to stifle it piling the pressure on, et cetera, et cetera. And mm. the interesting thing here is, and I've said this in a newsletter, is that he basically, it's as ever, not an argument for free speech, but the an argument for the freedom of right-wing speech. Mm. Because what he's actually saying is, I only like the free speech from groups that I approve of. Because then you get, say, stop funding hate, get described as, you know, this extreme um, minority voice vocal twitter minority and this kind of thing yeah. so it's like well yeah but the the, the premise of free speech is if people of of any size of group should have the right to but have what's some speech what's know? what's really fun about that is that it sort of gives the game away you can't say we're a plucky minority giving a voice to the, you know the little guys and then say who are these little guys who's this minority like which which is it Exactly. And the other argument that they do and that Dowden's done here again is he's gone, well, they've said this before the channel even started broadcasting. But the way I see it, GB News is sort of like um, in one of those films where, you know, they bring together a group of criminals for one last heist. Right. This is this (laughs) is one last job. This is the gammon godfather, Andrew Neal, bringing together this Motley crew, yeah. Andrew Doyle, Michelle Dubry, yeah. Tom Motley Harwood, yeah. all of these people. And it's like, we know what they're like and what they've done in the past. So for people to say this channel is going to be like this is not some sort of... Um, you it's know, not mad projection. speculation, it, is it? No, It's based on what they did previously, including mm. when Andrew Neal was editor of um, the Sunday Times being at the vanguard of AIDS denialism. Mm. You know, the receipts are there to read. So the notion that people were being um, wildly unreasonable to expect that GB News would be exactly what we see it is, is kind of, you know, it's a farcical debating point. I would say, I was, I, w- I would say yes, except uh, I was mildly surprised by Simon McCoy and having gone from being the kind of cult viewing on the news channel at the BBC uh, and, you know, frankly, editorialising, saying, oh, really, we're covering a man standing outside a hospital, really, is is that really what we should be doing? To now saying, we're going to talk about good stories and, look, we're, we're having fun. I'm Do still you know, fun. I, I wasn't surprised because I think the interest... McCoy was... Remember, McCoy was part of the... Um, uh, a nor- the the launch team for Sky News, you know. Right. So he's been around in the business for a long time, and and I think he w- what he was always doing at BBC News was being that guy in the office who always goes, "Oh, management, oh, they're the worst." Mm. But actually, he sort of it's because he thinks he could he could do a better job. It was that. actually yeah. what you look back and see what he's doing on screen on BBC News was almost just kind of being a bit of a. Uh, oh, I swore. That's fine. Don't worry. Kind of being a bit <laughs> in, in, in sort of doing that thing of going, I'm the maverick. 
Yeah. Know, when, and it's sort yeah. of like, yeah, okay. The rest of yeah. us aren't idiots either. It's just that yeah. we kind of in all know honesty. what the rules and structure is. Yeah. He, and he, now he's a sort of budget Howard Beale in network, you know, um, <laughs> shouting at people because people, you know, because people comedy names were were writing in and 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 begging on twitter that people should give them six months and you know don't don't um yeah and then also saying oh sticks and stones it's like well you can't yeah you're a media company stop pretending well you can't also you're being bullied yeah you know you can't say sticks and stones and then say stop sending funny names yeah because that wasn't hurting you you just said I, I I think you're absolutely right, and and it, you sort of it chimes with um, my thought watching him. Uh, what you were saying about him, sort of thinking, yeah, I could do this. <laughs> I could do. This. I I wrote down. I wrote, this is as bad as a podcast. Yeah, and I don't think you can be any more damning than that. It's it's like some kind of middle aged white guy going. Oh, I think I'm going to do this actually. Well, I'm told. I'm I, they, I'm told by people inside. GB News on the production side that basically the technology is not very good and no. it wasn't ready and they've got system you know yeah. they any time they have an outside guest uh, their system doesn't work well with any anyone who's coming through a firewall so guests will just disappear and <laughs> it, it's it seems like they just said well this is the date we're going to launch yeah and launched rather yeah. than going because you're not telling me that during rehearsals this stuff wasn't happening I got to tell you um, I. You know, I've been there for the launch of uh, low-budget TV stations. I've I've done it, um, and I know what it's like. Um, I was there, and I'm I'm sort of thrilled that GB News has come along because previously I thought I had been there for the launch of the cheapest, cheapest, nastiest, and hoariest uh, TV channel, which was Nuts TV. But th- this is something that's even more kind of transactionally prostitutional possibly because nuts tv knew what it was yeah whereas gb news thinks it's something better than it is yeah which is the daily mail smeared across a camera lens (laughs) um and so i kind of i remember all of those kind of tv i also remember uh management taking a tremendous whack of the budget uh which i think is probably slightly differently structured with gb news because it's all going on highland um but I remember the, the, the sort of the fatigue and that they must be starting to tire. It's like having a newborn baby. You can get through the first couple of weeks with no sleep. But rage, particularly, which is what they're sort of marketing. It's like fear. You know, I always thought it was so brilliant with the Blair Witch Project. Um, the trailers for that, where rather than someone sort of screaming and stuff, they were just crying quite softly. And I thought, God, that's brilliant because sustained fear like heightened fear after a while that peters out because you haven't got the energy to sustain that and you just it just turns into a sort of miasma of depression and i sort of can feel that starting to feed into gb news because you can't sustain outraged indignation forever you can if you're dan wooden (laughs) whose whose brain is just it's like it's like homer simpson's brain with, with the monkey in it playing the symbols, except in his, it's just a monkey th- throwing its own effluent everywhere <laughs> and, and then looking deep into the camera, delighted at what it's achieved. Um, but you, they've, they've, got no, they've got no wall to knock their ball against. I mean, they'll sort no, of truffle true. out well, little stories, but they haven't got any real opposition on, well, on what air. Was, what's interesting about that is, as well, when they do 
claim to have opposition. So there's a feature on um, Wooten's show called The Clash, um, oh, yeah. which has a uh, which brings on someone from an opposing political view for Dan to clash with. But the way it works is you have um, a sofa stuffed with the usual GB News ghouls. So you've got Dan Wooten, you've maybe got um, the the archaeologist that no one likes anymore. Uh, all of those people just sat there um, agreeing with Dan furiously. And then they go, and now time for the clash. And then they brought on... Um, a, a, a writer for the independent who's sort of mildly center left you know but as center left as a mainstream newspaper allows now yeah and and she sort of says mm, well i actually think it's possibly not uh wrong to say that enid blighton was a racist and then dan wooden shouts over her and that's it and you go yeah. well that's balance we've done the balance yeah see let's move on yeah see look we let her talk dan let her say three or four words without interrupting her yeah yeah, it's it, you're right. There's no wall because, for instance, I wouldn't go on there. But if if you did go on there, I, I had the experience of going on um, LBC in the past and having to deal with Nick Ferrari or as he should rightly be called, Nick Austin Allegro. Um, <laughs> and he I always have to say to his producers when I go on there, I am not coming on if Nick's going to do his act where he doesn't let me talk and then he just shouts over me because it's just a waste of time. And eventually that's going to happen with the pseudo left guests that they get on TV yes. news only the the most committed masochists like the benjamin butterfields of this world Butterworths yes. of this world who will go on anywhere to be shouted down by right wingers yeah will go on there because it's a waste of time yeah do you not, you not listen to could you not sort of enjoy that on some level mate you know uh i'm i'm not a masochist no, okay fine <laughs> just checking um uh despite my despite my uh going on you know, many years. <laughs> so much for the the pseudo left wing guests, but I mean, I feel like they're they're starting to slightly run out of right wing guests. Like there's an endless recycling of the pool. They've had you get Farage on again. Well, it's like yeah, Neil Oliver goes on Nigel Farage's program to talk about beautiful places in Britain, and then Nigel Farage is a guest on Andrew Neil, and then Andrew Neil clips get played on this morning with Twit and Numpty or whatever it's called. Oh, the all British breakfast. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Is this is this is this British ketchup, mate? <laughs> How yeah. it's yes, yeah, the most cholesterol-inducing of the TV breakfast shows. Yeah, it will give you a heart attack. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think what it will. But the point. It, uh, there was a good point made in the Wired article before the before it launched, which was its aim is not to get, really to get viewers. It, it, getting viewers on a day-to-day -day basis is not really the thing. It will continue to achieve social media clips, which then get attention that, you know, and it, it really plays into it for it. this boycott. The boycott does play into its hands, really. But the thing that we should cover with the Dowden thing is why is the government, you know, wading in to defend GB News? Because it feeds into the government's pre-existing uh battles against the bbc and desire to you know strip the bbc for parts so it will continue to defend gb news because it allows it to claim you know there are alternatives yeah 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 um do you think there's also a degree of it kind of attempting to do to the media a, a kind of an overton window thing yeah, of kind of shifting push, the landscape to the, right. to the right yeah and then what will happen is um you know tim davy who is now dg at the bbc you know is a former tory council candidate 
and yeah. then they've got a form they've got a major Tory donor or a significant Tory donor who's now chairman of the BBC. So you've got those kind of conservative cuckoos in the nest at the BBC. And now what will happen is Davy will say, Oh well we need to we need to have more diversity of opinion on the BBC, so we need to become further right wing. Because there's no in reality, there's no left wing diversity of opinion on the BBC. There's one, I would say, all out left wing comedy product that has been allowed on the BBC in recent years, which is Frankie Boyle's uh, New World Order, which they stick on very late at night, and I doubt will get recommissioned in the current climate. Yeah. Um, and other than that, it's very mushy. Yeah. And there's not a lot of... I, I don't think... I, I don't listen to, say, the news quiz and think, oh, how very uh, left-wing this is. It's very cosy. <laughs> well, you wouldn't, stuff. mate. You wouldn't. <laughs> Um, well, or, 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 you know, have I got news for you? Continues to be recommissioned because it is it it, it is gumming at the establishment. Well, it, it feels like it's satire, but yeah, it is it's, it's topical flavored. comedy, it, exactly. And I think there's there's often this thing. I, I was talking last week about um, uh, people laugh at advertising slogans used as a punchline. Uh, because most people don't have a sense of humour, but they've learned to recognise the cadence and rhythm of a joke. Mm. So, you, you know, they're kind of like, to get to the other side. And they're like, hey, well, that's a punchline! <laughs> you get to... <laughs> and they do that. And then you can start just trotting out advertising slogans and it sort of has the same effect. Don't you just love being in control? And well, it's, it's, like, it's the same like with Have this... I Got News For You. It's like, it looks like comedy that's satirical. Yeah, I'm right. Well, Radio Four has that issue as well. A lot of Radio Four comedy is 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 just the da 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 of a joke, and yeah. then it reach, reaches the 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 line that will be the punchline, and the audience goes, "Aha! Yes, I, I noticed the yes. format here." Yes. But the, an interesting thing this, this week was Guido Fawkes tweeting out um, the clip of Stuart Lee's um, "The Values of the Carphone Warehouse." Uh, sketch. I do not uh, know that particular one. It was back from oh. the time when um, there was the Big Brother racism uh, scandal uh, and the Carphone Warehouse, which was the sponsor of Big Brother at the time, put out a statement saying racism is against the values of the Carphone Warehouse. And Stuart Lee has a, has a very good riff on this talking about, you know, Carphone Warehouse has no no values. Was, you know, he was saying the Carphone Warehouse are uh, secretly being racist and selling more phones is like, you know. <laughs> and anyway, but the point with this is, so Guido Fawkes tweets that out to, to, to believe that that supports his view, isn't it terrible that these companies are um, are boycotting GB News because they don't actually have any values. And it's like, well, actually, Stuart Lee's point is like, so, it's quite a bit more subtle, mm. but you just can only experience it on this level, on this opening, you know, this basic level. As you get, Stuart Lee wrote a good thing in, in the, in the um, Observer about the GB News thing. But again, people don't. A lot of right wing people don't like him because they say, "Well, he doesn't do jokes, though, does he? He doesn't do jokes. Yeah, I, he never I, I, does a joke. Do something about traffic jams. Go on. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. 
Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah. Um, well, moving on to other binge watches, um, I, I desperately want to binge watch the next season of The Labour Party. Um, now that John Burko has joined, is he gonna? Is he? Is he? Is he though? But is he? This thing about this is right. John <laughs> John Burko used to be super hard right. He was a member of the Monday Club, who wow. were like really, wow. really hardcore right wingers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think this is a sort of product of FPP FPBE brain, follow back pro Europe brain. This kind of like sense of like around the Brexit time that oh, right. became something that all these. That's what it stood done. for. Yeah, yeah. Follow back pro Europe. Yeah. So <sighs> the thing about it is, it's like during the Brexit kind of battles and the post Brexit battles, you had all these people saying stuff like, "Oh, Ken Clark, great, great guy, really on our." You know, mm. he, he should be a unity yeah. prime minister. Yeah, yeah. Would you realise that he's like on the board of British American Tobacco? Yeah. And was, you know, was a Tory chancellor and remains, yeah. you know, a big... Yeah. There were, there were some, Tory, there were some quite know. big scandals that went on under his, his yeah, uh, stewardship. Exactly. There. And so with, with something like, with something like, uh, like Burko, yeah, he, for me, it just screams of the fact that Keir Starmer's Labour is not particularly left-wing. Mm. He doesn't go, look at the Tor- the Tories. This man, Burko's come out and said that the Tories are horrible. Like, yeah, well, also, Burko was under seri- major investigation for being a bully in Parliament, mm. which is conveniently ignored by people on the kind of liberal centre-left because they go, yeah, but he's on our team. And you go, yeah, but you can't do that. You, 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 yeah. it's, it's the, you can't do this. Fight fire with fire, Mick. Yeah, you... Um, Anyway, Starmer's going to get shellacked in the Batley and Spen by-election. And uh, we'll be told that actually, as Stephen Bush did in the Times today, he said, well, actually, Labour Labour doing so badly in the um, most recent by-election was actually a good sign. And I was just like, it's an incredible columnist brain. Had it been, you know, they got less than 1,000 votes, 638 votes, I think. Far less than they got under Corbyn in the last election in that constituency. But somehow, that's a sign that they're doing much better. <laughs> yeah. It's all coming together, mate. Any day it's now. All coming, any time. Any he will, day for, His forensic ability will save us all. Exactly. The thing, the thing ultimately, yeah. he's not very good at politics. No. He's well, terrible at politics. He might have been a good QC, but he's awful at politics. Whereas Bojo, mate, absolute ledge. <laughs> 
ledge uh, Mick, thank you so much for being here. People should go and uh, read your brilliant thoughts on all of this, including some of the funniest imagery I've ever heard connected to Andrew Neil. Um, Spagnum Moss. Uh, yeah, yes. it was it was really good. Go and check it out. It's uh, brokenbottleboy.substack.com or That's at brokenbottleboy one. on the Twitter and all of that business. Uh, will we see you next week? Of course. Marvellous. If you, you remember to ask me before every time you three send minutes me an email to ten, saying I have forgotten. <laughs> Consider this my formal invitation. Yes, I will Uh, see you next week. Thanks, Mick. Appreciate it. Cheers. Some reaction coming in on the YouTube. Pablo says, I think Simon McCoy is visibly regretting his decision live on air with each passing day. Yes, I agree. says watching tv news is almost as if they divided up the resources between the talent and the executives without investing in the production aspect what it's almost as if you had a vague idea of how the media works pablo martin says didn't mccoy say somewhere he's thinking of retiring soon i'm sure he said that as a sort of desperate joke but there's always a lot of truth in uh Jem says there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with an Austin Allegro. That is British Leylandist. Nick Fiat Punto says Pablo. Some defence of the Great British Breakfast. A square sausage? Am I wearing a kilt, mate? Thank you, Pablo. Jem observes, have I got news for you? Occasionally allows his lot to mention a scandal that Private Eye have been reporting on for months and then it goes back to jolly good chummery. Martin says, I didn't know what FBP meant either. Neither did I. I thought it was like Facebook physical education. I don't know. Follow back pro Euro. Bit needy, isn't it? Hannah says, shellac, isn't that nail polish? Martin says, it's a bug secretion. That feels just about right, doesn't it? So, have you seen... I don't mean the really terrible musical with the uh, holographic projection of Sir Lawrence Olivier and Cliff Richards. Why would you do that? Um, No, it's new from the BBC. It's the most effective public information film uh, I've seen. Uh, It's against drunk driving. Uh, It's the best one they've done since the kid playing on the railway tracks. Do you remember? I can still see his thigh and the, uh, the smoke coming up off it when he falls on the electric rail. Anyway, um, <clears throat> plenty of fun, horrific imagery abound uh, in time. Uh, it's uh, got Sean Bourne in it. Sorry, Seen Bean. And uh, he's been all craggy and quiet, northern and that. And, uh, and then there's the Scouse one, What's in Everything. Oh, he's very good. Something Graham. Um, and it's about a guy going into prison for the first time. Very, very accurate. It's very accurate. 
Um, and it's good. I mean, it's a brilliant sort of little sort of suppressant, isn't it? It's like just, just, just remember this. This could happen to you. Uh, so um, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a hard watch. Tried to watch some of it uh, last night, and it was like it was just. Do you know what it was? It was just too close to school. That sense of lawlessness and nowhere to appeal to, and the the idea that it's just going to be worse if you actually try to. Uh, there's no recourse, and you're on your own, and you may suffer significant physical harm. Um, <clears throat> it was absolutely terrifying, um, and uh, it's kind of interesting. It sort of got me to thinking about uh, using humour around bad things uh dark dark things uh and it's something i do quite a lot i i I feel that they they are two sides of the same coin horror and comedy i very often use really dark imagery in comedy and i think that you know when comedy is good it's one of the best things it can do is to metabolize awfulness and turn it into something that you can digest and uh by the way jem says it's the frisbee and the power lines that comes back to me regularly hashtag public information film trauma do share your your stories so we can all hold each other anyway there's a podcast i I haven't heard any of this all right this is all basically this is kim's podcast by proxy but anyway there's a podcast called bad people and i keep meaning to listen to it and i just completely forget every time um and it's about kind of really 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 terrible crimes but it's it's um it's discussed by by uh two two women and um one of them is uh, a comedian and uh, Dr. Julia Shaw is on it. And um, they're doing exactly that job where they're taking really awful things. Um, but it's it's such an important distinction to say, um, to explain, you know, I'm not trivialising what's happening. I'm just finding a way to deal with it. Anyway, she posted this on Instagram saying, uh, from time to time I get messages from people who are appalled at my being disrespectful because I sometimes talk about dark issues with a smile. Uh, She says, it makes me sad that people think that looking sad and serious is required for talking about sad and serious topics. In fact, I find it can steer people away from important issues if they're too heavy. It's an issue in science too. Not serious equals not serious about the topic. Somehow then also quickly turns to my shoes, my whole being as a woman, my face being disrespectful, which is maybe just sexism. Not sure how black shoes can be disrespectful. Anyway, uh, thanks for the love and support. Anyway, it's it's an interesting topic, that. And uh, it's worth, uh, worth exploring some more. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we had uh, an email from Martin. Um, who says, uh, hi, Jay, I wish I could remember why I thought of this. <laughs> but it was in connection with one of this week's uh, Not Today Thank You YouTube casts. Yes, are you watching on YouTube? It's youtube.com slash nottodaypod. Um, you could be watching this streaming live. And I should say good morning to all the people, including Martin, Julie, Jack, Jem, Emily, uh, loads of others, Hannah, <clears throat> Pablo, and, uh, and, and, and all the rest of you. Sorry, Rick. There we go. Anyway, here it is, he says, uh, and I I can't remember any kind of connection to this, but why not? It's my take on a ham Richard III actor reading spam bot messages. Uh, Best wishes, Martin, brackets, recorded years ago on the internal microphone of a netbook PC, close brackets. We We don't have time for the whole nine hours of it, Martin, I'm afraid, but 
Let's have a little taste, some Spambot messages. In but do of you, of you if find. So have they are when we have and are tea. For one are I, they and my with me on. Our tea was our it out can up. Well said. I mean, you can't argue with that, can you? Uh, Emily says the YouTube safety film that did a simulation of what would happen to your head if you opened the door and walked between the carriages. I still can't eat watermelon. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm glad I didn't see that. It's not necessarily, it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily the best way of doing it, is it? People never believe I've never taken any drugs. I've never, like, alcohol and caffeine, and that's it. I've never, like, even taken a drag on a cigarette, like an ordinary cigarette or any other kind of cigarette. Never taken any drugs at all. Um, and I, I always say it's because, uh, you know, 30 million pounds of, of government spending on uh, drugs education and stuff in the 80s all went on me. Uh, but what an effective job it did. But, I mean, I didn't have to see anything. You know, I didn't have to see Zamo strung out. Uh, I was I was on board. I didn't have to see it. Martin says there's a really dark public information film about drowning in ponds. Oh my god! And Julie says uh, the public information film on choking on small parts of John Holmes action figures was horrific. Speaking of that. Zorro P. Freely uh, has been in touch on Twitter. It's at Not Today Pod. She says, I've got a genuine BNIB stretch John Holmes by Kenner. Uh, it's not one of the later Hasbro remakes. Wow. Stretch John Holmes comes in black trunks and can be stretched from its original size of about 15 inches to four to five feet. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Uh, that's from Zorro Aylesbury, the town, not the duck. Uh, if you've got any John Holmes uh, figurines, I mean, Zorro, you didn't really expect, I mean, you just, you're just showing off there. You're just flashing your John Holmes under our noses for us to all have a sniff, uh, not offering it up for swaps. Um, but if you've got any John Holmes figurines that you'd like to swap, uh, well, uh, do get in touch. Uh, Pablo says, I've heard of that one. I hear it's anatomically accurate. Yes, I, I believe it. I believe it is. Um, I've, I've seen some photos, not on the, uh, just on, on a WhatsApp group with, uh, John Holmes. Um, actually he's, he sent me some horrible things on WhatsApp. <laughs> really awful things. Awful, awful, shameful, dirty, disgusting things. I'll see if I can get him in on Wednesday. That's when I'll be back. This is the new model. Thank you so much for all your lovely messages of support and stuff uh, after Friday's bombshell. I was really, really very, very touching. Thank you so much. Um, uh, I'm fine. It's all going to be fine. Uh, and we shall carry on. Take care of yourselves. See you on Wednesday. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.